You may have heard this story on the news or heard about this story. There are still many explicit artificial intelligence generated Taylor Swift images, and they are on X, which was Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, on various social media sites. And it is raising the question about how this is happening and how it can be stopped or if it can be stopped. Well, joining me now to talk a little bit more about these deep fakes and these uh, images, again, that are generated by AI, is Nick Badminton, chief futurist for the Futurist Think Tank at futurist.com. Nick, great to have you on the show. Thanks so much for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me on the show. When you look at this or when you see what was happening, I know for a lot of people, the idea is if somebody, yes, she's famous, so is getting a lot of attention and you could see why somebody might to choose to do this or, or or pick Taylor Swift as somebody to make these images. But if she can fall victim to somebody do the, doing this, does that mean it could really happen to anyone? Yeah, and it's really interesting. If you look at the stats, it's absolutely exploded in the amount of uh, deep fakes that are going to be online. I mean, last year in 2023, we, we exploded with about o- over half a million videos and voice deep fakes online, which was up from like about 15,000 in the year 2021 and this year is probably going to even be double that as well right so it it could happen to all of us and or any of us really obviously uh people that are trying to cause mayhem in the world are actually going to go for those that are most recognizable the celebrities so uh it's still going to be them as the main target but who knows where we're likely to go next and is this all ai generated and what does that actually even mean it's not 100% AI generated. I mean, some of, some of the grunt work's actually done in terms of generating the image and um, some of the, the voice deep fakes as well. But really, there still needs to be human intervention and intention there as well. There still needs to be some skill to actually pull these things together. We What we are going to see is we're going to see some 100% generated by AI, uh, what they call shallow fakes sort of coming out there. Things that don't quite look right and they're, they're fairly obvious, but they're still going to have some impact in the world. Hmm. And so how can you tell when something, and and obviously these images, because it's getting so much attention uh, that these are AI generated images, we've seen some of the social media platforms stop searches or try to do things to stop the spread of these images. But how can you tell for sure if something is a deep fake? So, so if there's a video out there that's a deep fake, it's a little easy. You see some video flashing. The videos are typically like super short. There's inaccuracies on mouth movements and audio and the, the voice sort of matching up. Uh, and it, generally, it doesn't feel right. When it comes to like um, static imagery, we've got to be really careful because people can produce very, very convincing uh, static images and really adjust to the nth degree to be incredibly convincing. So we, we still have to use that gut feel. I mean, if we, we kind of have to ask the question, does that feel out of place? Does that feel like normal behavior from that person? And the likelihood is that if it doesn't, then it's probably a deep fake and we can probably discount that and move on. It must be, but I mean, looking at it and looking how it's changed, um, and even when you were saying that, it just made me think of if you go back a few years to when something was photoshopped, you could you could yeah. tell because the shadow was wrong or the the sun right. was hitting it in different directions and that. But it seems like it's it's so much better now that um, that whoever is generating it can can deal with that and make it look even more real. 
Yeah, I mean, the whole suite of tools is, is advanced. And now you've got generative AI actually embedded in a lot of tools like Photoshop as well. So, you know, even those um, software companies are really working hard to make it even more tricky for us to be able to see the differences between things. But again, it's these bad actors, you know, how much do they really want to cause chaos and uh, really deceive in this world? And is that the goal to, I mean, in this case, putting out images of Taylor Swift, something that obviously is going to get a lot of attention because of her celebrity. What is the end game, though, of people that are doing this? So so what this is overall is is a general lack of trust in in the digital world and, and the platforms that we that we generate. And, and what happens is, is as you have, have this fake content, these these deep fakes, amongst the real content it sort of becomes one big sea of content that's very difficult to understand what's real from from not real right and because people are so addicted and so connected to their communities online as well i mean very valid ways and uh, the connections with family and friends and even work colleagues are incredibly important it just becomes this sort of nefarious agent of uh, of just really you know, throwing us off guard and making us feel uneasy. That uneasiness can actually be used, you know, for manipulation and a number of other things as well. We're about to enter into some fairly significant election cycles, right? Mm-hmm. So creating an un- uneasy population where you, you can't look left and you can't look right with any certainty that anything is real is kind of the playbook from uh, various actors in China, Russia, Iran, and North Korea, right? Hmm. And and so you talked about some of the flags, things to look for. And uh, and again, with this case, uh, with, with social media platforms, I mean, uh, stopping searches, that kind of thing. Is, is that who we leave it up to, to to monitor this? Or who is supposed to be in charge? The people that are in charge, to be honest, it's us. It, 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 you know, being able to tell misinformation and deep fakes, it's down to us. Places like Finland are actually rolling out public information programs and courses. They're rolling out a school curriculum to teach people how to really deal with it at the point of con- of consumption, which is us. We're at the sharp end of the of the spear of this. But yes, there will be oversight by government and intelligence services and whatever, especially by the bad actors and where we can determine that some of this content comes from those people that are really trying to change the narrative and dialogue, certainly to do with um, with, with civic or, or geopolitical issues. So, so yeah, it's a bit of a mix, but really we need to get much better at really understanding what when something isn't good. We also need to get better at not sharing so much online as well. Hmm, interesting. Do you think we've got to the point to where there is so much out there? Is is there still time to pull that back and to or to stop that in a way that will actually make a difference? Uh, there's no going back. There's just growth from this point forward. So, you know, we've got to buckle up and uh, it's going to be an interesting ride for the next few years. Do you think it raises a lot of questions and also around ethics? And and we've created AI. It almost seems like we've created a bit of a beast. But uh, but with the ethics on, on how it should be used and, and the best practices. Well, it, it's kind of interesting. I mean, the, the, the term ethics is bandied around a lot, certainly in the last two or three years, and put into the same sentence as AI. You know, ethical constraints and understanding bias and understanding, you know, the human condition around what we want to believe in and what we want to think and feel and how we want to connect. It's an incredibly complicated world. And we can't just say, oh, it's all about ethics. 
it's it's about a holistic view of how we're going to operate ethics is just one one spine of that and there's lots of other things to consider this is why it's so tricky that's why it's so difficult to to build capabilities to fight against this and that's why it's even more important for everyone to be aware and to step up and take action when they can actually see something that's clearly not real you mentioned the elections coming up in many cases, and like you just said, making sure people are as educated as they can be. Do you anticipate that things could potentially, will they get worse as AI grows and changes? Well, there's always been there's always been the ability to use digital content to misinform or to you know really divert attention away from important issues and decisions that need to be made. AI and these generative AI systems allow you to do that at scale very, very quickly. And, and that's what we need to be aware of is, is a huge influx of this, of this content. What's interesting is as soon as you've got such a huge wave, it becomes so obvious that we can start to put in programs to take it offline automatically maybe. So there are opportunities for some of the big uh, tech companies out there whose platforms are being flooded with this content. It is interesting times for sure. Nick Badminton, we'll leave it there for today, but thank you so much for coming on the show. Hey, thanks very much. Just have a great day.